Hi, this is Rob McDougall from Zang Financial here with your economic update. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2023. So last week we got a thorough update on inflation as we previewed last week. Uh, and the inflation metrics that came through were higher than consensus expectations. On Wednesday, we saw both the PPI and PPI core. They were above expectations. Um, we had the PPI come in at 0.5, and the expectations were only a 0.3 increase. And PPI core, X Food and Energy, came in at positive 0.3% month over month, and the expectations were positive 0.2%. So the next day, then we got CPI and CPI core. Uh, CPI came in 0.4. Expectations were it was going to come in at 0.3. So that was negative. And also core PPI, the headline number was in line. It was 0.3%, but that's rounding down. It was 3.23. So even that core CPI was actually higher than expectations. So this is what we sort of expected to happen. We talked about it last week. We've talked about it during our client events fact that you have oil prices that have increased significantly since the end of June. Oil per barrel end of June, $65, today $87. That's going to be flowing through inflation. And as well, home prices have increased, I'd say significantly, since their uh, trough in January of this year. Uh, so both of those factors we think are leading to above expectation inflation at this point. So the other data point that we got last week was the University of Michigan um, Consumer Sentiment Report. That was also disappointing. So uh, the Consumer Sentiment Report was expected to come in at 67.5, just slightly down from the September reading, but it came in at 63.0. So in a lot of environments, that would be negative. But given our focus, the market's focus on inflation, overheated markets, that might not be a bad thing. Uh, so also last week, we um, took a look at um, what the Federal Reserve had to say for the third quarter. And this might be their last recap on it, but the third quarter, which concluded September 30th in terms of GDP, we know it was strong uh, going through the third quarter, mostly because of retail activity. Uh, but the um, Fe Atlanta Federal Reserve actually increased their estimate one last time, maybe, uh, from 5.0 to 5.1 for the third quarter. So that means we're exiting that third quarter very solid, very eh, almost bordering on hot in terms of economic activity. So with that, uh, you might expect that the Federal Reserve might be poised to push through another increase. The markets are increasingly betting the other way. So we have a rate decision coming up November 1st. And the odds of a 25 basis point increase keep going down. Uh, there's now a 95.5% chance of no increase, so virtually no chance at the increase uh, during the November meeting. Then by the end of the year, the December meeting, December 13th, there's now a 66% odd that there won't be any change, and that's up from 55% just a week ago. So um, clearly, investors are betting uh, that we are not going to get that additional rate hike that the Federal Reserve talked about during the last FOMC meeting. And uh, I would say the Federal Reserve itself is signaling through some of their regional presidents that with the fact that rates, um, that yields have gone as high as they have, is doing the work <laughs> of the Federal Reserve hiking. So looks pretty clear they're not going to increase 
the November 1st meeting increasingly clear, probably not getting one at the end of the year. So inflation expectations, we often look at the 10-year break-even, 10-year treasury minus tips. That has been so solid, continues to be. The expectation is inflation of 2.34% for the next 10 years, up three basis points last week. But this has been a metric that has hardly budged since April of this year. So returns last week, based on everything we just talked about, you might expect it to be poor. No, actually had a decent week. Uh, We had uh, U.S. equities up, international equities up, and U.S. fixed income. What partially drove it um, maybe is uh, yield on the 10-year actually dropped last week by 15 basis points. So we had a small rally in the equity market, decent rally in fixed income. In the equity markets domestically, S&P 500 up nearly half a percent. Um, again, that was uh, very top-heavy, very large-cap and growth-centric return. Um, the um, small-cap last week had a kind of a tough week. Small-cap was down 80 basis points. Large-cap up 50 basis points. Um, international, as I mentioned, did well last week. Again, the S&P 500 up 0.5, 0.47 percent international the MSCI X US world index was up a little bit over 1% and China actually had a decent week up 1.3%. So on a year to date basis just to recap on equities S&P 500 up 14.2% for the year really led by large cap growth and in, in tech stocks Nasdaq's up 28%. Um, the rest of the world MSCI world X US up 3.2% China down nearly 10% for the year. Uh, Last week, I mentioned the rally in fixed income, 10-year yield down 15 basis points. So the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index was up nearly a percent, 0.95 last week. And the longer-term bonds, uh, the U.S. Long-Term Government Float-Adjusted Index, uh, was up 3%. So on a year-to-date basis now, fixed income still down with the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Index down 1.4% year-to-date. So this week, in terms of economic activity, data points that we're going to see, we're going to see five, at least five that we follow. Two are consumer-related, three are housing-related. So tomorrow, Tuesday, October 17th, we're going to see retail sales and retail sales ex-auto. As we've been mentioning, uh, third quarter economic activity hot, definitely. Uh, But we do see that coming down, and expectations are lower for retail spending, retail uh, ex-auto. So retail sales for September were expected, are expected, to have increased 0.3%. Prior month, the month of August, it was a positive 0.6. And that retail ex-auto also is is expected to be up 20 basis points. And for the month of August, it was up 0.6%. Now, for the housing, these three metrics are mixed. We have two on Wednesday, one on Thursday. We have housing starts and building permits on Wednesday. Housing starts are actually expected to be up nicely from the month before. So September is expected to be 1,380,000. For the month of August, it was 1,280,000. But building permits are actually expected to be down. Uh, In August, they were 1.54 million, expected to be 1,450,000. 5,000 for September. Last release that we'll be looking for this week, existing home sales expected to be down slightly. They uh, were at over 4 million, 4 million, 
40,000 for the month of August. It's expected to come in about 3.9 million for the month of September. So that's it for our recap and preview of this week's economic data points. Thank you again very much for viewing. We hope to see you again next week. Thank you. Thank you.